We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. Please get this. Please. Yes. Faith Talk Live. Look out. It is the Wednesday edition of Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Rackley. And I'm Megan Morgan. Wow, it is a great Wednesday, and uh, tomorrow night is the big, big night. It is uh, Matilda, and I didn't realize that your son Joshua mm-hmm. was in Matilda as well. Yes, he is. Is he? Uh, can you give us his character, or is it a secret? Oh uh, no, uh, he is. He's a couple of different things. He's a parent at the beginning, then he's a, he's a what? A parent. A parent or a, a parrot? Parent. Parent. <laughs> he's, a parent. he's not old enough to be a parent. Yeah, well, he he's going to be. It's apparent that he's not a parent. Right. Okay, so he's a parent and what and else? And then he's an older teenager as well. Oh, okay. In the school. Like so. 14, 15? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Wow, like spot age. on. Right, yeah. I know he can pull that he's off. He's doing a great job. Does he have a switch in his hand and he's, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I'm making Mr. Jake laugh over there. <laughs> Jake probes my middle son over behind the camera. No, son, that's not a microphone. <laughs> Jake the Great. <laughs> Anyway, tomorrow night, and you'll hear Dan, and uh, you probably hear this line maybe once, maybe twice, maybe a few times. Here he is. And so on, and so on. How many times will you say that tomorrow night? Uh, actually, I don't say that. That was like an extra part of the script that I just uh, used in that video. But You mean that's like the rough cuts? It's you a can... tease, if you will. Oh, wow. So yeah. that's extra stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I watched the original Matilda solely for that line and was sadly disappointed <laughs> yeah, that when was not it in was there. not in there. There's more good lines in the musical than there are, I think, in the in the movies. So, really? Yeah. Well, isn't that usually how it is, though? Because yeah. oh, they yeah. edit the movie uh, to death. Yeah, exactly. Uh, because of time. Right. So, and they wanted to make it more about Danny DeVito in the movie than, than it Yeah, was, yeah. So. so are you singing? Are you singing in I'm this singing. movie? Yeah, yeah, two songs, yeah. Oh, you're singing. What are the name of the songs? Uh, one of them is The Hammer. The Hammer. The Hammer. And one of them <laughs> is uh, The Smell of Rebellion. Uh, excuse me? The Smell of Rebellion. Oh, I've never had Rebellion. Yeah. Medium rare? Uh, <laughs> no, it's a, a stomach condition that you get. <laughs> oh, a stomach condition. <laughs> oh, I got some Rebellion. So where do you keep... I've seen the outfit, uh, which we cannot show people until Monday. Until Monday, right. Uh, because then the shows will be over. We're going to show them, unless they show up, yeah. but we're going to show them what you are. Where in the world would you keep a hammer in that outfit? Back uh-uh. in the back where they put the new the fake buns or what? <laughs> no, there's not anything any room for anything else uh, besides those buns. <laughs> I'm pretty squeezed. Is that a plumber's crack or are you just okay. happy to see me? Okay. Uh, no, I don't have a hammer. I uh, Miss Punchbowl was the hammer throwing champion oh. in 1969, and oh. so she remembers that thing. Oh wow! Yeah. It's going to be a great night, and uh, you're are you going to be there? Uh, we're gonna try. Better be. We're gonna try and go <laughs> little, little on pressure. Friday. Nothing like putting you on the air and asking you questions. I know. Then, are you I know. 
that. Well, she just found out that Thursday yeah. night is sold out. So. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I'm out of town on Saturday, and well, it's not on Sunday. But maybe you yeah, can yeah. beg Jeanette see if there's any more Thursday night tickets that you can. Oh, I'll bet you could yeah. get in. Yeah. I'm sure you could get in. I there's probably room there's on like this. There's like back entrances, right? Yeah. I'll yeah. just pay her after. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll just pay later. <laughs> That's ticket. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get one for Friday. Our uh, guru of HR will be there. Uh, did she say she's taking Marcus, her husband? Uh, uh, no, she Phyllis? and Cynthia are coming. Cynthia! Yeah. So wow, they're going to be there Friday night. Are you going to be able to uh, stay composed if you hear her laugh? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> That's how she laughs. So. I don't think I've ever heard her laugh. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's probably nothing like that, but that's how we hear it in our head. <laughs> <laughs> that and other things. In our head. <laughs> Speaking of in our head, not only in our head, but in the green room, Dr. David Delk from FCA and also Sid Calloway. He's going to be coming. And Sid Calloway's got quite a story. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard this story or not. I have not. But uh, my gracious, uh, he's going to tell it, and it's going to be a great, great show. All right. Yesterday, uh, hit this bumper first, and then I'll talk about it. Which one? It's the Beatles one. <laughs> oh, the Beatles yeah, one. Okay. The Beatles <laughs> Yeah, it's money. That's what I want. And some folks got it yesterday. 285, there was an armored car, and the side door came loose. Oh, no. And money oh, no. was everywhere. Oh, boy. There's a video. It's everywhere. This video is actually everywhere. Uh, you'll probably catch it on YouTube. Definitely WSB.com, I right. think. Yeah. Uh, and there are people. I mean, it's, it looked like it's raining cash. And people are pulling over on the side, jumping out <laughs> and taking and picking up the money. And and uh, now you can't keep that. Yeah, right? I mean, that you're not you supposed to? to keep it. Yeah. According to Sergeant Robert Parsons of the Dunwoody Police, yeah, it flew out. Of, it flew out of the <laughs> substantial amount of cash. Flew out. See, that's why Sam's not here today. <laughs> that's what happened. <laughs> I thought he was sick. Sam. <laughs> Sam. Yeah. So wow. he anyway. just bought a new AM station, didn't he? <laughs> not just one, so he's doing but his marriage two. tips. <laughs> marriage tips from an unmarried man. Yes. This is new station. W Sam. I was just going to say W S A L. Everybody, Sam. What'd you say? Single man marriage yeah, tips. Yeah, yeah. Where he's All doing the his time. Show. Yeah. I like that. Yesterday, I really want to do something like that. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. But he's been so busy doing his other job. <laughs> That's yeah. what I think about that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, no, you're not supposed to keep it. But I guarantee the way the way the people were gathering it up and jumping back in their cars, oh, yeah. they weren't looking for someone to give it to. No, they're going to try to keep it. That's <laughs> no, for sure. If their face is on video, can they find them via surveillance, or oh, how I'm does sure that work? Can, yeah. Well, I I know that the uh, the shot that I saw. Uh, it had license plates. You could see the license plates clearly. Oh, so I'm wondering yeah. if they could just go and. But how would they know how much they took? You they can... wouldn't, I guess. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. All right, you, honestly, would you keep it uh... if they didn't have your identity? <laughs> yeah. Would you keep it? <laughs> yeah. They're not gonna miss ten thousand yeah, really. dollars. How much wow. you reckon's in one of those? Um, it's like a Brinks truck. Yeah. I mean, is it? I mean, if he's made all his rounds, there could be a good amount of cash in there. Like a million dollars? Several hundred thousand dollars at least, I would think. Because the could way do. I look at it. Yes. Wait, your mother's that, watching and listening. That, uh, I, I think tell you she that. would agree. It could be negligence because it wasn't secured yes. and it was a driving hazard to me. So I'm just taking my share uh-huh. of what could have yeah, what damaged we, my car. What would mm. Jesus do? 
you know. Jesus yeah. would say this. Finders keepers. That's what he would say. <laughs> He'd say finders keepers. Finders keepers, losers weepers is what that, Jesus would say. That's in the Bible. That's isn't in it? the Bible somewhere. I'm sure. First Rick. Yeah. R I C K. Check it out. Page nine thirty six. All right. In, in Missouri, some uh, county sheriffs, Clay County sheriffs, uh, they were looking for a person who was wanted for a possession. I wish I'd have had a sound effect for this. Yeah. I didn't have time to put it together. The person was wanted for possession of a controlled substance. He was hiding uh, in the woods somewhere, and he passed gas so loudly that, <laughs> Did he? that they found him. They didn't need a sniffer dog. <laughs> wow. Okay. Oops. That's quite a... I shouldn't have stopped a Del Taco last night. Was that another earthquake? No, that was him. <laughs> That's very, very funny. I wish I had sound effects for that. That's but funny. Anyway. Wow. Uh, and so next week, we were chatting about this. Dalton, yes. your amazing boyfriend, mm. yes. is coming in. It's Wednesday on Ken's Day. Yeah. Right? We're going to talk about relationships. Because Ken is like an expert in relationships. <laughs> he is. He, and is he the, knows how to help guys he out. He is the grand poobah. Oh, of relationships. <laughs> so you say that uh, Dalton is studying for the game that Dan and I are going to play he, with him. Yeah, he is. I'm thinking it's how well do you know. Usually we do uh, how right. well do you know. But you, now that he's studying, now that we may he have to change it, it up. Yeah, what, what if we I do? just give him fake answers? Oh, that would <laughs> oh, be awesome. That's a great idea. I like yeah, but that. some of that's perception, though. It's not necessarily yeah. information. It's right. perception. Yeah. So just how long have you guys been together? Uh, All right. Well, that'll be <laughs> one well, of the questions. Give me two answers. Officially, seven months. Oh, officially. Yeah. So officially. if I threw that, because I I kind of count the year before because it was kind of back and forth at times. But when you friends, we've known him. each other mm-hmm. for a year and seven months. Well, I can't. Yeah, when I friends zoned him, obviously I can't ask that question now. But if I'd have thrown that out there, would he have said the same thing? He would have looked at me. He would have looked at you. Because typically, when people ask, he smart. looks at them yeah. and looks at me and goes, "Do you want to answer?" <laughs> He's a smart. And guy. then I go, "Uh." Do you want the long story or the short story? <laughs> short story! <laughs> go All right. short. Go then, short. Dal- then Dalton says it. Right? If then, it's a short story, Dalton's going to give it. If it's a long story, you're going to give it out. Yeah. Because you're yeah. going to get more flowery yeah. details probably. Right. Because yeah. yeah. you're a girl, and that's yeah. how I'm a girl, and I have to elaborate. And you yeah. think outside of the box. You right. think outside of the box. He's the box. He, he has box. several boxes. Seven months. Uh, yeah. Right. What are you thinking? I'm not thinking of things. Well, actually, well, if we have time, I have a funny story about that. About thinking uh, the in box, the box, yeah. the, the nothing box. We were at the pool Saturday, yeah. And he's sitting there in the water, and he's like doing his fingers like this. And like I was what? Like, no, show everybody. He was, he's he was doing like his... this in the pool. Yeah. And I looked at him. I was like, "Hey, babe, what what you thinking about? You in your nothing box?" And he looked at me and goes, "Yeah." And he goes, "Actually, I was thinking about Avatar: The Last Airbender and how it'd be cool if we had superpowers to move water." <laughs> and I, was I just love like, it. I that is a great cartoon, was, by the way. I was I like, love "Wow!" Avatar. I was like, "I need to be more like that and just think about." Simple Avatar, things and not try to figure out the world in one day. We just yeah. love Dalton so yeah, much. Yeah, he's great. Instead yeah. of thinking... And so on. And so on. <laughs> yeah. That's what my brain does. Just make it one day. I need to take tips from Dalton. <laughs> All right, we're looking forward to that. So uh, if you need uh, your relationship fixed, uh, join us next Wednesday with uh, Ken Kington, Dalton. What's Dalton's last name? Hill. Hill. All right, I th- can we call him Dueling Dalton? <laughs> sure. Okay. <laughs> Dueling Dalton <laughs> Hill. And Megan Morgan yeah. will be here. Uh, meanwhile, I see as I glance out the door through the large window, we've got Dr. David Delk oh, so and waiting outside? Sid Calloway. Yeah, okay. he's a big old boy. So okay. we thank God we have a lot. How big a boy is it? How big a boy is it? I don't know, but we'll find out more. By the way, we are sitting pretty in Phoenix Roaster's studio here in Buckhead. It is Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe.
And I'm Megan Morgan. Yeah, we'll be back. Stay there. Did you forget your name? <laughs> right here from the palatial seventh floor studios in Buckhead, it's Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan. Oh, yeah. We know when ZZ tops the bumper that uh, the good doctor's in the studio. Dr. David Delk here. It is the Wednesday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. All right. So usually, David, you know, we started this, right? Because when David came back, uh, back to the studio a few years back. How many mm. years has it been? It's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah. Remember when we used to give him gifts like uh, candles. incense candles and, candles and flowers and, and, yeah. and, and flowers and stuff. Yeah. Paisley ties. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. And, uh, I didn't remember that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think he threw it away. And then he started bringing us uh, God's uh, God's Warriors T-shirts. Yeah, right? man, you, manly looking shirts. Yes, yes. manly <laughs> looking shirts. Do you have any with uh, no sleeves on them? Uh, or, when you get, when you get a pair of scissors, you can do that. Okay, I was just curious. <laughs> now, Jake, who you, my middle son is here, who you can't see, is wearing the uh, the one that you gave us. I think last time or the time before. Yeah. Uh-huh. God's, which uh, looks really good. You you gave us that. You're so generous. This one is so cool. Can they see that? Got the mark with the red, white, and blue on it. That is awesome. Did you have that printed specifically for the fourth, or just happened? Uh, well, you, you know, on social media, you see a lot of uh, patriotic, you know, things come up, and so I stole an idea uh, and implemented it very strategically. You uh, borrowed, right an idea. borrowed an idea. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. In Jesus' name, you In Jesus' it. name, because Jesus is on the back. You That's can't right. steal something and claim Jesus' did name. Did you show the you Jesus go. on the back also? I did. Yeah, I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm just so impressed by just, I mean, we get a lot of teachers, honestly, we, mm. from ministries that come in, uh, but this has to be the coolest, right? Mm. And I oh, love the, just the font and everything, so... We don't know much about the guy that runs this thing, this, but yeah, that, that guy needs help in prayer. Yeah, he steals stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I heard. <laughs> anyway, his own daughter steals stuff. <laughs> anyway, God's Warriors, FCA, Dr. David Delk here. So what's up? What have you been up to? Man, we're just... Camps, uh, right? right? Camps in the middle have been of camp crazy. season. Yeah. yeah. I sent you guys a little camp promo of uh, some stuff we've done in St. Simons and Black Mountain got uh football camp coming up next week in the hottest place in uh mankind mm. in that's over west georgia, georgia. Yeah. it is it yes. certainly is it's is very hot down there yeah we used to live in noonan and uh and i lived in sharp we had a house in sharpsburg and uh we would go over to Carrollton, and it is there's something about that area that's and like the sun's are, right uh, over right, there right, right on the top of you yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the sun comes to yeah. camp <laughs> Yeah, and it's been a crazy hot summer, so uh, I pray that... Uh, now, will you spend a lot of time outside? Or yeah, a lot of time. A lot of time. In the heat of the day. Well, mm. I just pray yeah. that... I always pray this, not to be super spiritual, that uh, the old um, story of a cloud by day, fire by night, yeah. they would have a cloud by day, because I can't take the heat anymore. Oh, yeah. yeah. So just a cloud over there. So well, yeah, the older I get, the harder it gets. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, even the boys, uh, yeah, just pray for our, you know safety, because... If they're not hydrated well, yeah, they, they'll they'll have they'll some problems. They'll be passing problems. out left and right. Yeah. Yep. Now so I'm always... I'm older than than you are. Um, back in the day when I played middle school ball, a little bit of high school, not much, but middle school. Um, they gave us salt tablets. Do you remember that? That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? They made us go without water. <laughs> I, I think that was some of it. I think we did. Yeah. yeah. They uh, gave you salt tablets and said you'll be okay. Yeah. And I don't remember the, uh, uh, maybe people did faint back then. I don't remember it. It's because you passed out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just woke up in 97. Oh, my gosh. What happened? 
But uh, thank God things have changed. I don't think they do that anymore. They don't do, do that anymore, and if they do, there's a team without a coach. Yeah, yeah. yeah really. Wow. But, you know, it's about technology now with and health and everything, so yeah, I think we're wiser, smarter yeah. in just every sport. you gotta, you got to watch out after the health of the boys because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the parents are – Placing us boys in your care, yeah, yeah, and you don't want to do anything foolish. A lot of things have changed since the uh, since the sixties and the seventies. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. so introduce this guy. How did you meet Sid? Well, everybody, you know, you guys have probably always wondered where did Doctor Delt get his start in FCA. Mm. Well, yes, at night I, I lay awake at night going, hmm, I, I, I wonder how. I know it you all many began. years, but I'm here to answer that age old question. <laughs> okay, the man standing to my left is the guy that hired me back in '96. Sid, what were you thinking? FCA. Sid, <laughs> did you pray? I didn't pray about, about it. This? <laughs> oh, there you go. Right. It's good to see you, Sid. Uh, there's a parting gift for you. At the door. <laughs> it's a candle. It's a a candle in a God's yeah. warrior. Right Thank you for coming. Way to go. So you were a part of FCA uh, before David. And what was it about this guy that you said, we got to have this guy on the team? Well, he started out when, when I first met him, he was a volunteer and a board member for the area okay. uh, uh, that he lived in. And just, man, just had a great heart for this ministry. And and he was just all in, just one of them guys that was all in. And when it came to the point where he wanted to leave the job that he had and come on staff, I mean, it was just a no-brainer. I yeah. mean, he was already had his feet totally in. He was wide open, going full speed already. Hmm. I mean, just been a great guy, yeah. great guy to work with over the years, great staff member. He yeah. is all in, though, isn't he? He definitely is. Yeah, yeah. Whatever he does, he's full tilt boogie. He's got May it. not be right. Yeah. But I'm all in. <laughs> you're all in. <laughs> Dr. David Delk and uh, Sid Calloway. I've given him the honorary doctor. We could give uh, Dr. Sid here since he brought uh, you Dr. into Calloway. the. Dr. Calloway. Well, Dr. Yeah. Calloway. I, like I that. love that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, so uh, let's. Uh, so you met. So you, you got it. How long ago? How, how, how was. What was the uh, connection between. You and Sid. Now, did you know of Sid? Did you know uh, right off in FCA? Did well, you? there was only two people on staff back then. Okay, uh, it, it was, was Sid, Sid Calloway and, <laughs> and Connie, a uh, lady that hired, uh, well, not hired me, but Sid and Connie both hired me. Okay. But I was serving on Connie's board, and uh, Connie was leaving the ministry of FCA to start a family, uh-huh. and I took her place, and so I had to talk to Sid about, you know, and Sid, you know, we, we had an instant connection. We both love to work out. We both love sports. We both love, you know, the Lord and evangelism. And uh, so it was an easy connection between Sid and I. And Sid and I served on many camp, you know, uh, uh, like Black Mountain. You know, he and I have worked that uh, camp several times together. So we've we've got a lot of mileage and a lot of years together in serving a the Lord. A lot of mileage. I like how you said that. Body. <laughs> <laughs> Had tires replaced in the right, Oil right. changed. Uh, Sid, uh, how have you seen FCA in this area change over the years that you've been uh, that you've been here? Well, David alluded to it. Uh, there was just very few of us years ago, right? And, and you got you guys and, got and a huge now, staff now. Now you run into people everywhere that works for FCA that you don't even know. Right, right. But FCA has just grown more people, more volunteers, more donors, more churches, more organizations have gotten involved with FCA. Schools are just have been wide open to FCA mm. and uh and uh, we did some restructuring several years ago and changed uh 
brought in some new people to run Metro Atlanta, mm-hmm. and they were able to raise a lot of money and bring on a lot of staff. And where you have more staff, you have more ministry, mm-hmm. more opportunities. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Just God's favor. Wow. God's favor. That is so good to see, and I didn't realize that. I mean, I know everything has to start with, you know, a couple of people or whatever, but uh, it was you uh, 2 or you mm-hmm. three, I guess, as you start, and it's changed quite a bit since you've you've been a part of it. And as the city continues to grow, I don't know that there. I mean, everywhere in this city is growing. We were in Watkinsville. Mm. I was taking my middle son to a special needs camp up there, and it's exploding up there. What's that? Is that Clark County? I guess or it's Oconee County, Oconee. right outside of Clark. Like, okay, so all that area is growing, and I, I'm assuming they have FCA up there. So oh, they do. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, but anyway, it's, it's growing. So let's talk a little bit about your story. Then we got to get into a, uh, into a hard break and then we'll uh, finish up, uh, over the next, uh, 30 minutes or so. So you were, uh, you're a UGA grad, yes, sir. right? Go dogs. Go dogs. Yes, sir. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and so you were a police officer first before FCA. That's correct. Yeah. That's correct. Early in early, my early career was law enforcement. Yeah. I graduated from university of Georgia. And I worked in Clark County with the police department, with the juvenile courts. I was a juvenile officer. I was a patrol officer, different things there before moving back to Stockbridge, which is my hometown. Yeah. And thinking I was going to continue my law enforcement career, but God called me into the ministry, youth ministry at a church for a while, and then FCA. Now, when he first called you, did you argue with him? Did you say, no, I'm supposed to be a cop? I sure did. I sure did. And it how was, did that go? Well, well uh, you know, it, it went, it, to be honest with you, what happened, everywhere I would go after I got out of police work, people would ask me what I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I answered them this way. I said, I used to be a police officer. Hmm. That would be my answer. I missed it that bad. Yeah. yeah. And uh, But I loved what I was doing mm-hmm. in ministry. Right. And I loved what I was doing in youth ministry. I loved what I was doing in FCA. And I was full speed ahead. And uh, God blessed and did great things. Well, mm. let's do this. Let's take a hard break. And we want to pick up because not only were you an officer in an FCA, you got back into it. And there was an event that yes. you, ex- you experienced. We'll talk more about that. Uh, and just a few from the Phoenix Roasters studio. It is Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. We will be back. Stay there. Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan. A bowl of crunchy granola in a cornflakes world on Faith Talk Atlanta. Look out! It is the Wednesday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Happy Hump Day. Dr. Delk, Dr. Calloway. Doctor, doctor, doctor in the studio. Doctor. The Phoenix Roaster Studio here in Buckhead. Wednesday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. Yes, you know, Yes, you are. You already said that. Did I so, say that already? Yeah, I'm repeating that's myself because I'm thinking about, uh, you know, I, I saw the sales weasel in his little cubicle there, but he was on the phone <laughs> working. I was going to ask him, hey, where's our... Phoenix Roasters K-Cups, the ones I stole from Dan the other day mm-hmm. while he was on vacation. Right. So we hope to get uh, some fresh stuff. But uh, whether we do or not, it is great coffee, and we appreciate them being proud sponsors of uh, Faith Talk. Great coffee and a great ministry. They're building new churches everywhere and uh, just loving on people and spreading the word. Yeah, yeah. And pretty soon they'll have that uh, Peachtree Street location wide mm-hmm. open. They've got the coffee truck going on now, so uh, we'll let you in on that. And we're supposed to do a live show right there uh, when, Get they, some of that cold when brew. they open that up. Mm-hmm. 
Meanwhile, uh, this guy, pretty amazing. We love having him on the show, Dr. David Delk, and you brought uh, Sid Calloway, Dr. Calloway, in the uh, studio. So we were talking about the story of uh, UGA grad, and you are a part of FCA, and so glad that you made that that uh, you know that switch. But always in your heart, you wanted to be, you know, you still wanted to be a policeman. How can you do both? Well, eventually you kind of did, didn't you? Let's go from there and tell your story a little bit. It's a fascinating story. And uh, an event happened, which is uh, the end is fascinating. But at the time when it happened, to me, it's pretty scary. Let's hear the entire story. Well, I had an opportunity to go on the reserve unit at the Henry County Sheriff's Office, and I just fell right into that. That was a good opportunity. I could uh, do some work in law enforcement in my spare time and fulfill fulfill that part of me mm-hmm. and uh so i took off with that and and with that you know you get assignments that that you're supposed to do work ball games and events and things like that but then you can do other things you can go in and work with this division or that division or whatever you just call the commander of that division and just set it up and you work when you want to pretty much mm-hmm. so uh one of my favorite things to do over the years has been to serve warrants and to go out and arrest the people that have warrants on them. And, and that's, that's what I was doing that particular day. I took a vacation day with FCA. It was a Friday. It was February 9th, 2018. And, uh, I went out with the warrant division and that's when everything started to unfold. We went to we served warrants at some other places first. We went to that location. We looked at the warrant. We looked at what he was charged with. We looked. We didn't have a prior criminal history attached to the warrant. He had a violation, uh, some type of parking violation, and he failed to go to court on it. So mm-hmm. we had decided, my partner and myself, that we weren't going to take him to jail and make him bond out. We were just going to to tell him how to keep from going to jail. You guys are being nice, so nice we were, guys. So we were going to be nice. Yeah, yeah. Now, we had every right to take him in. Sure. And we weren't going to. Mm. Just going to save everybody some problems. Just to tell him what he had to do. Yeah. He met us at the door. We knocked on the door. He knew we were there. He set up. It took him a while to get to the door. But when you go to somebody's house in the morning, you don't know what all they have to do to get ready. Right, right. right. And... So that was no big deal. We heard him conversing with another adult, his wife, girlfriend, or whatever. But uh, uh, he was getting set up for us. Mm. We didn't know he was going to be ready to ambush us. Mm. And so when he opened the door, he was a sovereign citizen, by the way. And if you don't know what that is, that's somebody that doesn't have to obey our laws according to them. Uh. They don't have to do anything. And he just began to argue with us on every single point. We were being so nice, <laughs> explaining everything in great detail. And, you know, I, I look at my partner, and we give each other the nod that, hey, we got to change gears here. Mm-hmm. He's not going to cooperate. We're going to have to take him in, and we're going to have to fight to do it. So I stepped, took a step back, called for backup. And uh, we're in the city of Locust Grove, where we're Henry County Sheriff's Office. We're in the city of Locust Grove, which is in Henry County. Uh, they sent a city officer over there to back us up, 26-year-old Chase Maddox. Mm. He got there very quickly. When he got there, I just 
turned around. I said, here's what we got. Here's what we're going to do about it. And here's what and we got to do it right now. Mm. And I turned around. I said, sir, you're under arrest for failure to appear in court. And I grabbed his arm. He jerked his arm away. Officer Maddox tried to grab him. Now, I got hit in the head. I didn't know uh, until much later what I got hit with, and I got hit with his gun. Mm -hmm. I just knew I got hit so hard that I was having to fight to keep from passing out because I went to the ground, not to the ground, to the floor. Mm -hmm. It was right inside his front door. Uh, Chase Maddox, and he fought up the stairs. I kept telling myself, you cannot pass out. You're in a fight. Chase is in there by himself with him, and I have to get up, and I did. I got up. Now, I think we don't know all the details of when shots started firing exactly, but Corley had been hit, and he was my partner. Mm -hmm. He had been hit, Deputy Mike Corley, and he was kind of over to the side, and and I saw them up at the top of the stairs. I was running up the stairs. I was going to dive on him, and then we could get him handcuffed, and that's when I saw his gun. It was pointing at Officer Maddox's head, hmm. and I yell out, he's got a gun, and I had to draw and return fire, and a lot of bullets went off hmm. between him and me, and, and I got shot during the process. Corley got shot probably first. Uh, the vest took the blunt of, of his, mm-hmm. uh, of the impact, uh, chase. He was killed of course. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I was very critically injured with life threatening injuries. And, and, and like I say, at some point during all that exchange, I was shot, but I did stay, was able to stay in the fight until I saw him go down. Mm-hmm. The last thing I saw was his gun pointed at me as he was falling down. Mm. And and he had a forty five caliber. Mm. Wow. And I had been shot. I knew exactly I don't I can't put it all back together ex, of the exact order of gunfire. Mm-hmm. But I knew when I got shot because mm. I said I'm hit, but I was still continuing on. Mm. And and after I saw him go go down, I must have passed out because I, I remember waking up at the bottom of the steps. And and that's when thoughts start going through your head. Mm. You know, I knew I was hurt. I knew I was hurt bad. I had seen him go down. I knew Chase was down. I thought Corley was okay, but I didn't know because I got to where I couldn't see anymore. Mm-hmm. I couldn't breathe anymore. And, and I, I'm just... Laying there thinking I'm dying. Hmm. Sid Calloway Um, telling his story from uh, FCA. Uh, I saw an interview, a video interview, and you said you had a number of thoughts. I did. One of the thoughts was, uh, well, I've got life insurance. My wife will be taken care of. Hmm. I did. Yeah, it's amazing what you think about. Uh, And it went, even before that, it went from, you know, it was going to be about lunchtime, but when, when what are we, we having were, for lunch? Yeah. So, so I mean, that's what we had been talking about, and so, so you start out. I start out. There goes lunch. You know, I, I knew I was hurt. I didn't I know I was going... hurt that bad at first, and then oh you start gosh. thinking of all kind of things. You know, wow. my weekend plans—they're probably shot. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then you realize, then you realize you were really messed up. Hmm. So I said, God, I'm okay either way. Hmm. I said. 
I'm ready to go. I, I know I'm saved. I know I'm your child. I'm ready to go. You can take me right now if you want to, or you can leave me. And then I start thinking. I said, okay, how much insurance do I have? And I, I actually started figuring it up. I got this policy, and I got this situation. I got this. You know, and I figured it up, and I said, okay, my wife can get herself out of debt, and she'll be okay. Yeah. She won't lose the house, anything like that. I thought about my son. I got a son who's currently a police officer. He's got two combat deployments. He's seen a lot of life and death. Mm. He's been in a lot of those situations himself. I said, my son's tough. He'll he'll be all right. Yeah. And and then uh, I said, oh, my goodness, I got a new baby granddaughter. Mm. And I said, God, I really want to be involved in her life, but I'm still good either way. Wow. Mm. Wow. So uh, when you came back to, it was, I guess, before paramedics and anybody got there. Correct. And, and you said you couldn't see at all? I know. For some reason, I just could not see, and so, I couldn't get my breath. That's got to be scary to be sitting there and being aware, but you can't see anything. You don't know right. what's going on around you. Right. Uh, so what what was going through your mind with as far as that went as well? Well, as far as that went, you know, I, I just, I, I said, I need help bad. Hmm. I need I need to see, I need to get to a hospital. Now, what has to happen is, is as police officers are arriving, they have to clear the whole scene. Right. Because we, nobody knew if that guy was still alive right. or dead. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew who else was in the house. Right. Mm-hmm. They have to make sure that paramedics would be safe coming to deal with me because mm. they had to come inside the house right. to get to me. So, uh, I, I'm. There's one officer that stopped, and he was tending to me, and he kept slapping me in the face. Stay with us, stay with us. And I said, you got to get my gun belt off. you got to because I was hurt. My stomach was hurting. The bullet went in right under my vest. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they talk about bulletproof vests, and they're good, and, and we all need to wear them. But that bullet went right under my vest. Wow. It tore my intestines up, my colon up. Sections had to be cut out. Other sections had to be sewn back together. Mm-hmm. It broke a piece off my pelvis. And it ended up in my left side hip. Wow. And uh, and so they got the gun belt off, and I could breathe a little better then. Mm-hmm. And and then I knew the paramedics came, and they said, we got to life flight him. And they started making all of them arrangements and hmm. and started doing everything to get me to the hospital. Wow. And I was so scary. glad I was on my way to the hospital. Yeah, I bet. Wow. Let's do this. Let's take a break. Sid Calloway telling his story from FCA and uh, fascinating. On the other side of this, we're going to find out uh, what was he thinking. Uh, of course, he knew Jesus, but it's like, uh, hey, what's going on? Am I living? Yeah. Am I dying? What yeah. about my family? We'll be back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Faith Talk Live with Rick Probst and Dan Ratcliffe. Now gluten-free with no preservatives added on Faith Talk Atlanta. Love it. It is the Wednesday edition of Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Hope you're having a great Wednesday. Yeah, go to phoenixroasters.coffee to find all the good coffee and all the good stuff there. They are proud sponsors of Faith Talk Live. Phoenix Roaster Studio right here in Buckhead. Coming up October the 8th, it is the Pastor's Appreciation Event. Uh, Brian Chappell is our keynote speaker. It's at the Cobb Energy Center. You can get your tickets at faithtalkatlanta.com. I, I hear David Delk's going to be doing music for us, oh, too. Oh, yeah, he's like, going to be doing yeah, ZZ Top. You? ZZ Top and oh, Aerosmith. And Aerosmith, too. Awesome. <laughs> Dude looks like a lady. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> Who are you going to be singing why'd that Why'd you look about, over though? here when you said that? I don't know. D- just a little flashback. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right, we're talking to Sid Calloway. He's with uh, FCA and uh, just hearing his fascinating story. Yes. 
of uh, of uh, going through a, a shooting incident last year as part of the uh, is it Henry County uh, yes Henry County uh, Sheriff's Department uh, and now where we left off you were being put in the in the life flight helicopter uh, and you were being flown away why don't you give a wrap up uh, the story here of, of what happened then obviously you made it to the hospital okay made it to the hospital they had sent somebody to pick up my wife and transport her to the hospital and uh, I was pretty much out of it at that point I bet. And, mm-hmm. and for days ahead of that but Mm -hmm. prior to prior to that day god just i believe god was just getting me ready for that Mm -hmm. i i just kept having thoughts that i hadn't had before and one of the thoughts was the morning of is i was thinking i work out in the morning Mm -hmm. and and that particular day i had designed a very strenuous workout and i thought i said you know if i was going to get out of shape if i wasn't going to be able to work out in a long time would i still do this and uh and i answered myself yes because, hmm. but i've never thought like that before and i went ahead and did that workout and on and on and then as i was leaving my house one thing i try to do is unload my weapon and practice drawing yeah and i didn't do it that morning i was walking out the door i said oh i forgot to practice drawing i said okay well i i skipped today i don't have to do it every time and then i i stopped dead in my tracks and i went well what if today is mm. the day wow unbelievable I, that is unbelievable yeah that is unbelievable another thing a few days prior now this is crazy but a few days prior i love nuts walnuts almonds peanuts i, I eat nuts all the time yeah and i said what if something happened i couldn't eat nuts for a long time <laughs> I, I thought it, and that's what that was the last thing they let me put back into my diet was, was nuts, nuts. really right. and it took a long time i asked my doctor every time my surgeon can i eat nuts now no can i eat nuts no can i i mean it was Probably because crazy. of the reconstruction All of the, the colon and didn't the want anything and to get stuck. No, notice this is about the third or fourth time he's talked about lunch. You better you better take him <laughs> yeah. out to lunch. Dude, man, yeah. you can't miss lunch with Sid. <laughs> he, he owes me lunch. That's right. <laughs> but uh, but you know, God is good. He gets us ready. He takes us through it. He's with us every step of the way. Mm. And and they told me over and over and over that if I hadn't been in the physical condition that I was in that mm. i wouldn't have made it mm. and and that's a passion i have a passion for physical fitness a passion for physical fitness within law enforcement and all our first responders and god's opened up many doors since then mm. regarding that so did you uh, through the whole process i mean you were strong even at the time you had a bullet in your belly and you're having this conversation or thoughts with god you, you know i'm fine if you take me i'm fine if you stay i really want to stay but if you take me it's all good because I know you and I love you. Did you ever waver any through the process? Not in the thing where you'd reject God. Did you ever go, God, why am I going? Why well, I'm having to go back in and get this taken care of? And this, did you ever have a, a uh, uh, just a time where you're just kind of said, why am I, why am I getting this done? Why is this happening to me? Uh, kind of, uh, not during the initial process, yeah. but a few weeks later. They didn't take the bullet out. I asked the surgeon, why didn't you take the bullet out? He said, we're just trying to save your life. The bullet wasn't causing any problems, so we left it alone. Hmm. Huh. Well, the area abscessed. So I woke uh-huh. up one morning feeling bad, and as the day went on, I started running a fever and get sicker and sicker and sicker. Called the doctor. He sent me to the emergency room, ended up doing surgery to take the bullet out. And that just freaked me out because the president of the hospital came in and said, what would you want us to do if you had to decide? I said, 
take this bullet out and send me home. Don't put me in the hospital. Yeah. Don't admit me. Yeah. I don't care what kind of condition I'm in. When you get this bullet out, <laughs> send me home. And they were able to do that. Uh, and yeah. that was the thing. And then when I had to go back in, that was really, really tough. Yeah. Because I had an obstruction. Yeah. A bowel obstruction. Everything got closed off. And, and, and I was in almost two weeks. And that was very rough. And that was kind of traumatizing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I bet. But. God has healed me through that, and I just got to finish mending up and getting my strength back. Now, through all this, through the whole incident, through the recovery and the surgeries and everything, what what has God taught you personally? God, well, God's just taught me to love him with everything I got. God's taught me to follow my passions. God has opened some doors that I could not get open, and God has just taught me that he's in total control. I can totally trust him. I don't have to be fearful. I don't have to doubt and just follow him every single day and be as thankful as I can be. Pour mm. into others. It helps me to pour into others. Mm. What, uh, what are those open doors that he's opened? Well, when a police officer gets shot or something like that, I have an open door mm. to them because yeah. I've been through it. Oh, wow. That's uh, great. I have an open door to some family members of police officers who have been killed since then. Mm. Uh, I have chances to do that. I have an open door in some areas of physical fitness within law enforcement that I never had before. Hmm. And, and just people asking me to speak at things, be at things. And, uh, just, I, I've been able to share the gospel with many more people always through FCA with athletes and coaches, mm-hmm. but now many more people. Sid Calloway telling his story uh, from FCA, and uh, it is uh, a pretty amazing story. And I had, uh, in the interview that I watched, uh, because you worked out, you were pretty big. You'd lost quite a bit of weight in the whole process. Yes. Are you gaining that weight back? Gaining it yeah. back. Are you feeling better about yourself? Definitely. Can I, you take this old boy here? I, I'm, not, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. Yet, being the operative word. Right? He's not a warrior. <laughs> no, he's an officer. Uh, oh, I'll be there, though. Yeah. I'll be there. Now, through this whole process, uh, your wife must have been, mm. I mean, how, how's she doing? How is she going, making it through the whole process? Well, my wife has has suffered a lot because of what I've suffered. Yeah. And and that particular day, my wife was at home doing some paperwork. My wife's a counselor, and she don't work on Fridays. She was doing some paperwork, and she said for some reason she just decided to turn the 12 o'clock news on. Hmm. She turned the TV on, and that was on. She said some police officers have been shot in Locust Grove, Georgia. Oh, my gracious. And she said, I bet that's it. She oh, tried no. to call me. Of course, I didn't answer the phone. I didn't. Didn't even know if a phone existed. Hmm. But, and then she said there was two deputies at the door. Hmm. And she said when she opened the door, she hmm. said, don't say anything. And they just said, okay, hmm. go get dressed. Go get ready. Hmm. You're going with us. Wow. My gracious. Now, when you came to in the hospital, did she let you have it and say, you know, don't ever do that again? <laughs> we had a lunch date. Oh, right. You didn't show up. <laughs> that's, right. that's right. Oh, she yeah. was there with me. She just yeah. moved in the hospital. I yeah. mean, she never yeah. even went back home until mm-hmm. I went home. Mm-hmm. And through the second episode, through the bullet situation, through all of it, through all the people coming to the house, through the guards. Mm. I was under 24-hour protection at the hospital, our house, and then after I got home, 
she's been a trooper through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It has been tough on her because it totally changed her life. Wow. <laughs> Thank mm-hmm. God for her. Yeah. Sid Calloway, his story. Uh, how can they find out more about you, Sid? You on Facebook? You got, uh, how can they find you? Not really. Uh, just uh, <laughs> they can't. They can call. They, they can call the uh, Henry County Sheriff's Office. All right. Anytime. Call me. Uh, they I'll can put call you in touch David, with David Dell. Doctor David Dell. Or, or they can just look up FCA. Yeah. Please get this guy some nuts and lunch. Yes. <laughs> Will you? Thank you so much for your story. Thank what y'all. a great, what a great story. What a great life. What a great man. Hey, tomorrow is uh, Thursday. We're gonna have a great show. From the Phoenix Roaster Studio. Have a great Wednesday. I'm Rick Probst. I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. See you.